It's time for Rhema for Today. He saith unto him, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do evil? Healing is something good. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who what? Acts 10, 38, who went about doing good and healing. And then he said, to save life or to kill. Is it lawful to save life? See, Jesus is not a killer. He's not a destroyer. Oh, if you just listen, that, that, that'll answer so many questions for you. Maybe God put this on me to kill me, to destroy me. So I'd be, no, no, he's not a destroyer. Satan is. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Hebrews, the uh, 13th chapter, and the 8th verse tells us, Jesus Christ, the same. Thank God He is. Yesterday, today, and forever. Well, if He's the same, I'll repeat it uh, today as He was yesterday, then He's still in the healing business. And if he's not still Jesus the healer, then he's not the same. He's changed. And then secondly, if he's in the healing business, he'll heal people today just like he did then. The only difference is that he was there in the flesh. He's here in the spirit, but it's still him that's doing it. Where two or three are gathered together, there am I in your midst, he said. He's here. Praise God. If he's the same today, then he'll minister to people today just like he ministered to them then. He'll do it the same way. If he's the same today, he'll have the same answer today that he had then. We've already in these lessons going, just taking up the individual cases of healing, the individual testimonies of the individual. You understand, it just mentioned sometimes that, well, he just says, and he healed them all, and let you go with that. And there's not much there to analyze. We just know they got healed, praise the Lord. But in these individual cases, we can analyze it, we can listen to what he had to say, and we can learn something. We'll point out to you again that the very first healing, and we've already looked at it, was the healing of the nobleman's son in the fourth chapter of John's Gospel. Uh, this is the first healing under the ministry of Jesus. And uh, it's uh, what's interesting about this is, you know, I notice a lot of things that, though I'd mentioned the nobleman's son before, you know, from that hour it said he began to amend. Yet as I studied it in, and began to uh, analyze it, I, I was astounded at some things I found out. The Bible said here in this fourth chapter of John, this second miracle Jesus wrought in Cain of Galilee. The first miracle he wrought was in the second chapter of John, turning the water into wine, you remember. Well, uh, the, uh, it calls it a miracle. 
this is the first healing that was wrought under the ministry of Jesus. And it wasn't an instantaneous healing. The person didn't get healed instantly. They were healed gradually because he said they began to amend from that hour. Amend from that hour. Doesn't it? Very interesting. And uh, then we talked about uh, the healing of Peter's mother-in-law. And then because it went in some detail about it, well, we did there in the 8th chapter of Matthew, and it's just recorded also both by Mark and Luke, uh, the healing of the multitude. And then fourth, the healing of the leper. And that ought to answer a lot of questions. Uh, this leper believed in God's healing power. He believed that he could do it. He said, if thou wilt, thou canst. Or in modern usage, he said, if you will, you can make me whole. Jesus said, I will. Well, is he the same Jesus now that he was then? Then he's still saying, I will. Then uh, the fifth healing was the healing of the paralytic or the man with palsy borne by four who could not get into the room, you know, because of the multitude, took him up on the house and him down in the presence of Jesus. And then the sixth healing is the lame man at Bethesda. And then today we come to the man with the withered hand. We'll read from Matthew, the 12th chapter, begin to read the 10th verse. And behold, there was a man which had his hand withered. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days that they might accuse him? And uh, he said unto them, What man shall there be among you that how, shall have one sheep? And if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? Wherefore, it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath days. Then saith he to the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it forth, and it was restored whole like as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and held a council against him, how they might destroy him. You see, religious people are always against the power of God. You hear somebody fighting divine healing, you just know they're religious, but that's all. Now then, uh, Mark also records this account. So turn over here to Mark's gospel, the third chapter. And we'll read Mark's account of the same happening. Sometimes it's very interesting to do so. We'll discuss Matthew's account because he goes a little more in detail about it. But the third chapter now of Mark's gospel, we'll read here, starting with the first verse and read through the, well, the fifth or the sixth. And he entered again into the synagogue, and there was a man there which had a withered hand. And they watched him, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, that they might accuse him. And he saith unto the man which had the withered hand, Stand forth. And he saith unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days, or to do evil? Now listen, to save life, are to kill, but they held their peace. And when he had looked around about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, 
He saith unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. And the Pharisees went forth, and straightway they took counsel with the Herodians against him how they might destroy him. Now notice here. He saith unto him, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do evil? Healing is something good. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who what? Acts 10, 38, who went about doing good and healing. And then he said, to save life or to kill. Is it lawful to save life? See, Jesus is not a killer. He's not a destroyer. Oh, if you just listen, that, that, that'll answer so many questions for you. Maybe God put this on me to kill me, to destroy me, so I'd be, no, no, he's not a destroyer. Satan is. Satan is. Are you listening to me? Well, let's read Luke's account. Turn over to the sixth chapter of Luke's gospel. Now, the account of the uh, lame man there at the pool of Bethesda was only recorded by John. It's very interesting to notice that John records some things that the others doesn't record. And some things that the other writers record, he doesn't. So Matthew, Mark, and Luke, not John, but just these three, all record about the man with the withered hand. Now here we'll start reading with the sixth verse. And it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and Pharisees watched him, whether he would heal on the Sabbath day, that they might find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts, and said to the man which had the withered hand, Rise up, stand forth in the midst. And he arose and stood forth. Then said Jesus unto them, I'll ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath days to do good or to do evil? To save life or to destroy it? And looking around about upon them all, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand, and he did so. And his hand was restored whole as the other. And they were filled with madness, and communed one with another what they might do to Jesus. Remind you almost of some opponents to divine healing today. Human nature hadn't changed, has it? Are you listening? Religious people are uh, really the hardest people in the world to get along with. I didn't say Christian people, I said religious people. They get all tied up with religion, principles. And so many people who claim to be Christians are really not Christians at all, they're just religious. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Discovering Jesus. Also in this package is the CD from Lynette Hagan, entitled, Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, 
the present-day ministry of Jesus Christ. You can get all of this for the price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Guess what's happening also this month? Our Christmas lights. Oh, they're so pretty. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. I mean, of course, the whole campus is pretty, but the park. Especially the park. Oh, my goodness. The park is beautiful. Walk through that park, and it is something else. That's right. And those Christmas lights come on on November the 23rd at 6 p.m. That's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yes, and they continue to jan- through January the 2nd every day, 5.30 p.m. Uh-huh. to 11.30 p.m. right here on the campus. If you want to know something about it, you can just go to raymalots.lights.org. Yes. tells you all about it and maybe has some, probably has some pictures and stuff there too. But you know, honey, I mean, any video that we've had or any pictures, it really does not Capture it how beautiful capture it what is. It really we try is. to, yeah. but there's no way. Yeah. So, if you're in the area or anywhere close to this area, I think that it would be great to bring your family well, to the Christmas lights. They come in from lights. all over oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. They come in from Arkansas. They come in from Kansas. I know because I've talked to people yes. from both of those and places. From, yes, Missouri. Uh, they come from Missouri <laughs> also, and uh, some people have come all the way up from uh, uh, down at the border of Texas and, and Oklahoma. That's right. So That's just right. make Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.